G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. As you will know, the rising cost of living is really biting in many communities around Australia. Perhaps there are different challenges, whether you're in a smaller town or in the heart of our big cities. Well, in Sydney, the well-known Wayside Chapel is looking to respond to special needs in challenging times. They've just launched two programs. One's called Wayside Women's Space and the other is called Wayside Healthcare in King's Cross. Dr. Lillian Bandler is Wayside Healthcare Director and she's joining us for an update on what's happening. Lillian, a special welcome to you. Thank you very much and thank you for your kind words. Lillian, both of the programs that Wayside Chapel are running are supporting women. Is there a special need for women at this time? Oh, I think so. I think that we have very clear evidence that the current economic circumstances for women really place them at much higher risk uh, of homelessness, of um, health difficulties and challenges, of uh, increased caring responsibilities, of a whole range of things that bring them to the doorstep of Wayside Chapel. Let me ask you how things look in the inner city because uh, some Christian-based welfare agencies are saying there's a 49% rise in referrals for people calling out about financial issues and homelessness in these past six months. Is the cost of living really biting in the inner city? Well, I'm no expert in that, but certainly from what I hear from Wayside Chapel visitors, that is certainly the case. There is a real crunch around rent in particular. There's real challenges in simple utility bills, electricity, etc. And there is a daily challenge in obtaining food at a reasonable price. And for people for whom their accommodation is insecure... Uh, these are real challenges that essentially shape their daily activities. Oftentimes, I'm sure we don't always connect these two, but when you explain all of those challenges that are coming with the rising cost of living, how that affects people and the way they feel about their own health care, how do you describe how people are responding uh, by way of the health needs they have and if they really are feeling the bite of this rising cost of living, how is that affecting the way they're accessing health care? Well, I think for many of them, the answer is that they don't access health care and that their own health and their care of their health actually falls down their priority list. And when you're busy finding your next meal or finding somewhere safe to spend the night, um, your need to see your doctor uh, becomes a lot less important and we have global evidence to that effect that 
uh, insecure accommodation and food insecurity are really critical in determining whether or not people will access health care. Well, I imagine here uh, we might all almost have a tear in our eye around the initiatives that have been set up by Wayside Chapel. I wonder if you can reflect on that uh, for a moment because you've got all of these rising challenges and here's Wayside Chapel wanting to open a healthcare facility that is going to be welcoming for everyone and no, not even a Medicare card, card required. What are your thoughts about this initiative and uh, Wayside and the way they've set this up? Well, I think that in many ways this fits entirely with the Wayside Chapel model and it is, as you said, a welcoming model but it is also a tribute, I think, to the Wayside vision and to the Wayside staff and their willingness to take on what is quite a challenging uh, set of operations, really. I think that uh, they've recognised what we in medicine call the social determinants of health. So they recognise that housing and uh, all of the things that we see Wayside Chapel visitors coming in with, all of those things actually contribute to the quality of people's health and the complexity of their healthcare needs. And part of the vision for Wayside Chapel is to accompany people on their walk through life. And certainly for Wayside Healthcare, an important part of what we would see our duty uh, to perform is to actually walk with visitors, walk with wayside visitors as they navigate the complexities of the Australian healthcare system. Everybody who enters the Australian healthcare system or any other healthcare system actually could always be helped by having an advocate beside them or simply a companion. And I think anybody who's been to the doctor recently on their own will recognise that Otherwise, you walk out and you can't remember what they said and you can't remember what was important and you can't remember if you're changing that one drug or changing another. So we would see part of our role as actually walking beside Wayside Chapel visitors as they make their way through those quite difficult conversations and reflect on what they actually mean for them in their life now. As you reflect on the Wayside Chapel and that sort of ethos that says we're going to provide health care whether people deserve it, can afford it, look like they should be helped, uh, what a wonderful ethos that is. And there are all sorts in an inner city environment. I wonder, can you describe for us what it looks like on a, on a day-to-day basis as people are rolling through the door? What would people who are listening to our conversation now be able to have as a picture in their mind if you describe you know, how things are happening and people wandering through the doors and looking for help? Well, I think that uh, anyone who's been to the front door of the Wayside Chapel knows that it can feel a bit chaotic and uh, there are a lot of people sometimes, uh, you know, quite a lot of people milling around and uh, there's a lot of staff literally on the ground and talking to people and having conversations with people and there's a cafe there. And so a lot of that happens on the ground floor. When they come to have a consultation, though, for example, with me, uh, we try and make it a slightly different space to that and make it 
a bit quieter, a bit more leisurely, less present, so that we, in keeping with that Wayside Chapel ethos, give people a chance to tell their story and we have a sense of sometimes bearing witness to their story as much as anything and then really working, as I say, with them as they make their way through managing their healthcare needs. I wonder if we focus just for a moment on Indigenous people because uh, there's a high percentage of Indigenous clients that are wandering through your doors and uh, sometimes we don't think of inner cities as having a high Indigenous population but there certainly is in Sydney. Uh, Indigenous people are facing their own challenges and, and so to be able to have the service you're offering undoubtedly they're seeing something super valuable in that. Look, I think that's a really important point. You're right, about 30% of Wayside Chapel visitors are Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander. And so they're a really important part of who we seek to provide services to. And I think it's worth recognising that many Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people have had very poor experiences in healthcare services that they've visited previously. There is still a lot of racism uh, experienced by them and that's been across many generations. So to provide healthcare at Wayside Chapel where they've already experienced the extraordinary work done by Wayside Chapel in their Aboriginal Cultural Centre and already have relationships with people in Wayside Chapel, I think to provide healthcare in that context is a really important bridge for them to give them a sense that healthcare services can be provided in a respectful way. Lillian, uh, reflect for us on your thoughts for where all this is going. Uh, Things are not getting any easier this year. Uh, There are some challenging times that are upon us. Uh, Where do you see things going? Uh, Where are you, in fact, as the director of the healthcare unit there, where are you seeing this headed? Uh, Where are you taking this? Uh, What's the likely outcomes of the next few months? Well, I think that it is difficult to predict. I think that we are heading into somewhat uncharted waters. We still have a a global pandemic. And as you say, economic circumstances are becoming more and more challenging, uh, particularly for people who are already impoverished. And I think that it is the reality of the services that places like Wayside Chapel and and many others uh, offer will become, I, I fear, uh, overwhelmed by the demand. And certainly for Wayside Healthcare, I can see that we are already uh, starting to... Uh, have an inkling that we our, the, the demand from Wayside Chapel visitors for healthcare through Wayside Chapel Healthcare um, will exceed the capacity that we have and we may need to start to expand our service and think about how we might best do that. Well, as you say, there may be an even greater need as some of these times this year get even tougher. Dr. Lillian Bandler is Wayside Healthcare Director. For listeners who want to connect with Lillian uh, or to 
in some ways uh, offer some support, uh, perhaps even donation. Uh, waysidechapel.org.au waysidechapel.org.au and you'll be able to find out about the work that Lillen is involved in. You'll also be able to find out about the work of Wayside Women's Space too. And there are some special needs there. Uh, Lillen's not leading that one, uh, but uh, Lillen is in charge of the healthcare uh, area in Wayside Healthcare. Uh, Lillen, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. It's absolutely my pleasure to do so, and thank you for taking the time. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.